Welcome back to Deconstructing Crypto, a podcast with Todd Fishman speaking and my colleague Eugene Ingolia. Happy New Year, Gene. Happy New Year, Todd. Happy New Year to all our listeners. As we start 2023, this is now our fourth episode. As our listeners will appreciate, there has been a tremendous amount of enforcement activity in the digital asset space at the end of 2022. With the indictments of senior FTX executives, two guilty pleas, and related enforcement actions by the U.S. Securities and Exchange Commission and the Commodity Futures Trading Commission. Also, in January 2023, criminal authorities charged a developer of a mutant ape NFT with fraud, and the New York Attorney General brought civil fraud charges against the founder and CEO of Celsius. In addition, on January 3, 2023, the Federal Reserve, the FDIC, the Federal Deposit Insurance Corporation, and the OCC, the Office of Comptroller of the Currency, issued a joint statement highlighting key risks associated with crypto assets and crypto asset sector participants. Those risks included risks of fraud and scams among crypto asset sector participants, legal uncertainties related to custody practices, redemptions, and ownership rights, inaccurate or misleading representations and disclosures by crypto asset companies, significant volatility in crypto asset markets, susceptibility to stable coins to run risk, contagion risk within the crypto asset sector resulting from interconnections among certain crypto asset participants, risk management and governance practices in the crypto asset sector exhibiting a lack of maturity and robustness, and finally, heightened risks associated with open, public, and decentralized networks. These developments are significant in their own right, but perhaps more important is what those developments might reveal about things to watch for as we enter 2023. Gene, can you please take us through various things to watch for in the coming year? All right. First thing to watch for. In the SEC enforcement action brought against Carolyn Ellison and Garrett Wong of FTX and Alameda Trading, the SEC alleges that the FTX token, FTT, was an investment contract and thereby a security for purposes of the U.S. securities laws. This is noteworthy for a couple of reasons. First, as proposed crypto legislation fades into the background of congressional inaction. The SEC's allegations suggest that the agency will assert itself even more aggressively and seek to use enforcement as a tool to regulate all digital assets or almost all digital asset tokens as securities. In effect, the SEC will work to fill the legislative void. Second, the SEC looks likely to redouble its efforts by bringing enforcement actions against digital asset platforms and other intermediaries that are not registered and who trade in digital tokens. An apt illustration of this power is the SEC's August 2021 enforcement action against Poloniex for operating an unregistered digital asset exchange. Second thing to watch for, how will the FTX story continue to unfold and who else will be brought into the net of the current grand jury investigations and the regulatory enforcement actions. All indications from the SDNY U.S. Attorney's Office is that, just like the Enron investigation from back in 2001, they are casting the net broadly and prosecutorial efforts will not stop at senior level management of FTX and Alameda. Notably, there are recent press reports 
indicating that FTX's former top lawyer may be cooperating with prosecutors, um, as well as others, as the prosecutors investigate the causes of the firm's collapse. The third thing to watch for is focus on gatekeepers by regulatory agencies and other authorities. Recent statements by enforcement authorities have questioned the role of auditors and the proof of reserve statements issued as to various digital asset firms. Other gatekeepers that might be subject to future scrutiny are advisory boards, inside and outside legal counsel, and third-party promoters and investors who lent their credibility to what might be viewed as questionable digital assets. Indeed, reports are surfacing in the financial press that the SEC is now asking financial firms what diligence policies and procedures they have in place or had in place, if any, and whether they followed them when choosing to invest in FTX. Moreover, as efforts by bankruptcy trustees and investors ramp up to recover lost funds, the role of gatekeepers will increasingly come into clearer view. And then for the fourth thing to watch for is the outcome of the restructurings and asset sales and the bankruptcy proceedings involving Voyager Digital, Celsius, BlockFi, and FTX. Will the few remaining digital asset firms receive bankruptcy court approval to acquire such assets? Or will more traditional financial services firms seek to enter the digital asset market by purchasing the infrastructure and technology of crypto firms that have failed. Such moves might accelerate the repositioning of the digital asset markets and solve the crypto regulation problem, uh, in part by bringing digital asset markets into an already established regulatory structure, such as the safety and soundness jurisdiction of the Federal Reserve Board. So those are four things to look out for. That's all for our episode today. Developments are coming quite fast and frequently, so we look forward to speaking to you again in our next audio cast. 